cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. Its ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical, you'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Nayer. Hey everybody, welcome to Life Tips. It's Melanie Mayer, editor of Life Tips, and I'm hanging out with Byron. Byron, what's happening over there? Hey Mel, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good. How's everything? Just moving along. Do you want to hear about the new pseudo wall in my office? (laughs) Well, sure. Share share the... Sure, the uh, Byron and all his creativity tried to makeshift a wall for me because in my office I have this big open hole that echoes throughout all of Charlestown. It seems like um, so. In because being the boss that he is, stole a door from outside. It's all about solving problems, Melanie. We may have created a few problems with this. This this short term solution. <laughs> I but, love it. Uh, but well, we we gave we gave it our best. We gave it a best shot, right? You got to like that. So, um, Byron, I know you're jazzed about this show today. Um, let's talk a little bit about it. We have um, one of the leading inspirational speakers, uh, Neil Fiore, with us. He's a PhD, executive coach, coach, a psychiatrist, trainer, and author who has helped. Thousands of people and hundreds of organizations become more productive and achieve their optimal potential. He's got a couple cool CDs out, um, kind of in a hypnotist, hypnotic sort of sense, if you will. So what's your feeling on that, Byron? Have you, uh, have you ever been hypnotized? I've never been hypnotized. And, Are you opposed uh, to it? Uh, I am, um, I'm not sure. I have to wait until the, to the end of the show here to see if there's a safe practice. But <laughs> Do you I think, think you like can be hypnotized and not know it? <laughs> I can't imagine that I've been hypnotized and, and without the knowledge of it. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Life Tips about three or four years ago hired a young um, sort of an intern that was a magician. And as it turns out, he was also uh, was trained in, in, in hypnotism. And he had the ability to to hypnotize people, um, and if you can imagine a, a young, reckless sort of a nineteen and a half year old that knew the power of hypnotism, yikes! You know that that could be a dangerous that could oh be a dangerous gosh. thing. Yeah, there were there were some parties that he explained to me that that ah. became a little wild um, uh, with with uh, with that power. So I'll, I'll look forward to hearing that. But it seems a little eerie to me, don't you think? What hip, like just the, just the idea the concept of, hypnotism. Of, of hypnotism? You know, hip being hypnotized. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess you know when you think about it, you know, people who have done this for for medical reasons uh, swear by it. You know, quit smoking, lose weight, that kind of stuff. You know, uh, people are are completely. You know, they they say it's an amazing thing. I don't, you know, I don't know that it works for everybody. I think it's a mind over matter issue in some cases, but you know, I guess that's what we can find out today. Have but, you, you know, been hypnotized? Have I? No. Hmm. No, would I have Would you like to be hypnotized? No, I wouldn't. I, would, I think it would freak me out. <laughs> like that, don't you think? I'd be afraid of what I would say. Hmm. Don't, I, like, uh, that's my biggest fear is, like, I wouldn't want to be hypnotized. I don't know what I'm going to say. Hmm. Would, you, would you agree to, to perhaps be hypnotized over the air and let us no, conduct a No, absolutely not. I wouldn't agree to that at all. Hypnotism? Why, why would I do that? <laughs> Well, you know, that if we get enough for fans, anybody. <laughs> if there's anybody out there that would like to see <laughs> Melanie be hypnotized on this radio show, <laughs> I would like you to send your emails of support to me, oh, and I will make yeah. a case for her to 
we'll, we'll fly in uh, Neil and, and see if he can make it happen, and we'll have a whole series of questions that we'll have you answer uh, on the air. What do you think? Speaking of questions to answer on the air, Byron, you'll notice that Dr. Neil Fiore is um, – a, a, a life coach for corporations and workaholics. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, what did you score in this test? We both so filled it out prior to the let's tell people about show. this because I just I found this this fascinating on on Dr. Neal's site. Um, you know, he uh, has this awesome workaholism quiz, right? That you know. There's a bunch of questions, and you go through and you rate yourself one to five based on his technique. And at the end, you discover if you can benefit from skills to become more efficient um, and balanced in your life. And and even if you're in the, you know, kind of makes you think about the career that you're in and the work that you do. So I took this quiz, and I had my staff take this quiz, and I forced Byron to take this quiz. And I, find it, I found it pretty interesting. I, I did. You want to know why I found it interesting? Hmm. I, I think that it, you, you would agree that I am probably an A-plus um, a workaholic. Agree. But I scored excellent and said that my life was balanced. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's fascinating news. Isn't that me. fascinating? So I think I, you better I'd take be it again. I'd be interested to know what he thinks about that. There, there's clearly a flaw in this exam. <laughs> And I think that we'll have to point that out to Neil. <laughs> what did you do? Well, we there wasn't go, I mean, a line hey, but, item yeah. on here, for example, that Let's was like, how it. many hours on average do you work a week or spend in the office? I thought that was quite interesting. Where do you um, see that? And no, that's my point. It's not on there. No, right? but if you so think about it. So how can you say you have a balanced life when you work about 70 or 80 hours a week? Well, that's what's interesting, you know. It's like... <laughs> That, and, and and let's challenge him on that right from right from the get go. No, and, and we and we absolutely should. And when we come back from break, we'll talk about that. But I'm wondering. Here's my here's my quick um, psychiatric analysis of it because we all know that you know I'm so good at that. Of the test or yourself? Myself. Um, oh, good. <laughs> no, my my is that, and I'm not saying this because my boss is the co-host of the show and the president of Life Tips. But is, do you score well and balance? of your life when you absolutely love your job. It doesn't make it work. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because I do spend 70, 80 hours a week in the office, but I also spend a lot of time out of the office focused on my job. Uh, well, I, I'm looking forward to digging into this question. Cause it, I can, by the way, I scored a 63. Okay. And what was your number? I scored a 49 to 50, because, and I'll explain why I did that. <laughs> because in some of these, I had like one to two. It depends on the situation, mm. right? I mean, like not everything is a clear-cut one or two answer. Breaking the rules of the test, okay. You know me. <laughs> Always breaking the rules. <laughs> um, I, I had trouble in, uh, by the way, one of the, one of the questions was interesting. It talked about, are you a perfectionist? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just it, it got in some really, really neat stuff. Um, and it, and it, it made uh, you think. Yeah, um, you can clearly where you clearly see where 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 the where the questions want to go with regards to you know do you have little or no time to schedule with friends mm-hmm. you know do you feel guilty if you goof off you know I thought those were really like you know bingo yep you pegged me there you know, if I'm not really you feel gu- you feel guilty if you goof off I feel, when I'm not productive in some capacity um, I feel guilty yeah it's really odd. Really? See, I yeah. feel like because I work the hours that I do and the effort that I do, mm. that when I have a few hours to just goof off and do something silly, I don't feel bad about it at all. It's funny. Maybe guilt isn't the right word, but I I feel unproductive and therefore sort of sad. Unproductive. You know? Yeah, that's a great word. Yes. You know, I can, and, I can and completely appreciate guilty. that. So it's, it's sort of this train of I feel unproductive, therefore yeah. disappointed, therefore, you know, guilty. Now, um, what do you think about this? Do you find it difficult to take a vacation? I had a one on that. I mean, I had I have no problem taking a vacation. <laughs> I love vacation. I am all for vacation. Yeah, see, and I, I was like a, I was more like is, a four to five on that one. Uh, the problem is when I take a vacation, I want to catch up on work-related, you know, uh, reading. So I, yeah. I, I've... 
I've perhaps escaped the the uh, you know the, the coming to work every day, but uh, my my head is still thinking about life tips or drawing some new diagrams or reading an interesting article that might relate to something going on with a client or mm-hmm. you know it's just like work 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 you know. And that's, I, I think there is... Which there. is actually one of the questions that he has in here, is the mm-hmm. only reading you do, is it work-related? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, which is also very fascinating, because a lot of the, the reading that I do, like you just said, is, is definitely work-related mm-hmm. in terms of clients or even trade magazines, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I find it entertaining as well. Right. Um, well, let's see. The, uh, the other variables, of course, to think about, were you know do, do is your cell phone on all the time you never know? turn it off yeah you never turn yours off never turn it off what about when you go to bed never turn it off my cell hmm. phone is always on i think some of the readers might be excited about that <laughs> <laughs> a good time to catch melanie is about three in the morning three a.m spring up <laughs> i like start a getting chicken. text messages throughout the night <laughs> it's dawn and uh, and be there to answer your call. Yeah. I Do didn't say I answer the phone. I say it's ringing? on. Well, maybe you have your own regulation device. Do you sleep through? Uh, uh, so maybe you sleep very deeply so you don't need to turn it off. Yeah, I don't think that's the case either because I, I scored pretty badly on do you find it difficult to stay asleep? Where do you leave your cell phone? Next to your bed? Yeah. Okay. So that's... But that's that, a problem. That, you're, 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 that's a social thing, though, isn't it? It's a, you know what it is. It is. It's a social. It's a family thing. I don't want to be away from the phone if something happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a workaholic. Maybe you're a family centric workaholic. Wonder if that's that's part you, of is you. that is that a classification of something? I'm not sure. <laughs> we need Neil to help us there. Well, um, listen. Let's take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we can talk through talk with Neil about all of this and see what he says and go through. Because, Byron, I want to know about your social life on this, too. Right on. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's Clicksore.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. VR Web. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Domain Masters. The big news yesterday was that Bill Cosby won the domain name fatalbert.org. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. 
I think it's a relevant case because uh, he was able to justify the fact that he created the character and therefore he was entitled to it. Domain Masters, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everyone. It's Melanie Nair, editor of Life Tips. I'm back here with Byron White, president of Life Tips, and our guest, Dr. Neil Fiore. Dr. Neil Fiore, welcome. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, so I, we have a ton of questions for you. We're so excited. I'm going to let Byron jump right in here because I know he's been anxious to talk to you about a few things. Sure. So, Neil, just give us a topographical overview, if you would, of, of this whole concept of hypnosis and how it can be used, um, you know, in a, in a safe and, and professional manner to help make your life better. Yes. Well, first I want to say that, you know, there's no one listening to this show out there that hasn't had some stress or procrastination or simply would like to work more productively and have guilt-free play leisure time. I mean, a more balanced life, in other words. But if people would go to hypnosisnetwork.com, they'll see a lot of information about hypnosis. This site is very well done. I'm a clinical psychologist and a clinical hypnotist, so I've been trained in therapy, and know that this can work to prepare people for surgery, to help them perform better on exams, to stick with their New Year's resolutions and make them into firm commitments that really work. So I'm very excited about this program at hypnosisnetwork.com. And, there's, of course, there's more information on my website that you've been mentioning, which is neilfiore.com, N-E-I-L-F-I-O-R-E. And if people go under free tips and articles, they will find that workaholism quiz that you're talking about as well. <laughs> And, you know, Melanie, you were talking about working, what, 60, 70 hours a week. You know, there's only 168 hours in a week. If you take 24 hours and multiply it by 7, you come up with 168. If you take out sleep time, you only have 100 hours left. Well, you're, assuming, you... You, you're assuming people sleep 8 <laughs> hours. Yes, that's <laughs> right. You must be like Martha Stewart. I don't sleep. <laughs> but I, I would agree with you, if you really love what you're doing, and it's not work, you know, it's integrated in your life. And that's true for me to some extent, except I do have scheduled in my week guilt-free playtime where I don't have to do anything. There are no to-do lists. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm, I choose to go to the gym, read a book, go to a movie, take a hike, ride my bike, go right. skiing. And that's what is so essential in making people more productive is having protective le- legitimate time in your schedule. And people can find out more about that uh, when they go to Amazon.com and look up the now habit, overcoming procrastination by enjoying (laughs) guilt-free play. (laughs) And that's, you know, my research showed that those people who were playing more, those people who had a commitment to other activities in their life, were able to finish major projects like books and doctoral dissertations and master's Mm -hmm. theses and so on. much more quickly in a year or less, compared to people who were always suffering, thinking that they were working 100 hours a week, but in fact they weren't getting anything done. Now, you talked a little bit about procrastination. Is that, you know, sort of like the, the number one telltale sign of somebody who has just hit their limit? Well, procrastination is really an avoidance of something that you fear or that you label as dangerous to your ego. So procrastination is actually the symptom of having these fears and not getting yourself in an inner conflict. Psychologically, it's one part of you saying, you have to do this, and another part says, no way, I don't want to do this. And you're caught in inner conflict, and you're you're working from lower parts of your brain. And once that you have that inner conflict, it's like driving with the brakes on. So I talk about in my latest book, Awaken Your Strongest Self, that there's a third place, there's a place of choice that is neither have to nor want to. I mean, I can choose to get a root canal. I don't want a root canal, but I can choose to get a root canal. I don't want to pay my income tax. If I'm going to pay my income tax, I want to give a clear 
effective leadership message to my mind and body. I am choosing to face this awful, terrible problem, this task that we live under here, and I am choosing to get rid of it real quickly. I want you to notice there are no positive affirmations there. This is awful. This is terrible. And I'm choosing to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm choosing to do it faster because it is so awful. That's how I got myself through graduate school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, boy, that... That's a complicated uh, intro to this next question, but I wanted to focus at least a little bit of time here on on hypnosis and yeah. how it's being used um, and, uh, and and how it can be effective, particularly in achieving resolutions, goals, focus. Give us some insight into the the whole concept of hypnosis and including self-hypnosis and professional hypnosis where you're being hypnotized and it's being used as a medicinal way to relieve stress or do other things. Give us, a, yeah. give us an overview if you could. Yeah. Well, hypnosis essentially is an effective way to communicate with your mind and body. So it's an effective way of gaining the cooperation of your mind and body. And all hypnosis is essentially self-hypnosis. In other words, the therapist or the psychologist is showing you that you have abilities that go beyond just your conscious struggling mind, that your ego doesn't have to struggle alone, that in fact when you exhale, you are communicating to your mind and body, it is safe to exhale, I am choosing to be here, and as you float down and feel the chair, you bring your mind into the present where your body must be, and you are the most effective, and you can work in a meditative state or a hypnotic state very calmly, and you are learning to link left brain with right brain. You are changing your brainwave frequency so that it is similar to your rapid eye movement, sleep, and dreams. So you work more creatively. Hmm. And so this whole philosophy of... of uh of of hypnosis how was when when did it originate did this go back to the you know cartesian dualism you know descartes i mean are we talking you know give us give us a feel for the background of hypnosis yeah. how it was discovered and how it's been used well there's a, there's an interesting um record in which uh, benjamin franklin was at the academy of science in paris and a case came up that he he uh he, he judged along with other scientists, and they were dealing with Mesmer. And Mesmer had been someone who noticed that there was a priest creating miracles, and he was blessing people with a metal cross. So this goes back to the 1600s. I mean, there were forms of hypnosis before this, or people get into altered states by dance, by singing, and they get into states that go bring you beyond your ego and put you in the zone. When you're in the zone, you're in a kind of hypnotic state that you know athletes talk about. My ego is no longer limiting me. In fact, you can get into that state by intense focus or intense prayer or meditation, but you are getting beyond your ego identity and beyond your usual limits. You know, you know. In fact, this book, Awaken Your Strongest Self, is about expanding your identity to include that. So some of the history really involves uh, Mesmer and his idea about magnets and magnetic forces and Benjamin Franklin and the others in approximately 17, what would that be, 1765 or so, judged that it was not the magnets, but it was the power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. So there's been this battle ever since. And then in uh, some of the wars in India that the British were involved in, they were using hypnosis to do surgery without any anesthetic back in 1840. And then it really grew into the medical community and certainly was useful during World War I when they ran out of morphine and certain doctors could use hypnosis so people could have surgery without pain. Tell us a little bit about the, the, the actual act of, of hypnosis and how someone can move their mind into a hypnotic state. Mm-hmm. Well, you can focus your mind on a candle on the back of your hand. You can close your eyes and get into a meditative state, focusing on your breathing. And it is a, a sense of focus. You can also use a technique which involves just noticing what you're sensing. So I want to notice five things that I hear. 
I want to notice five things that I smell, five things that I see, and then I want to notice four things that I hear, and you could count down. You know, I'm counting down from ten, more and more quiet, more and more relaxed, down to nine, and use your breathing to bring you into a very quiet, focused state. So it's very similar to a meditative state. It's very similar to rapid eye movement sleep. You're actually awake from the neck up, while your body goes into a kind of rapid eye movement sleep state, which is very healing and very relaxing. A lot of it is similar to focus. Also, imagination and imagery can bring you there. I can imagine uh, skiing uh, while, and my legs are very cold, while a doctor does surgery on me, for example. I've done that with some patients. It's very cold. It's very numb. I don't even feel anything, and so on. Um, I, you know, and I've, I've done it with myself with uh, dental surgery. Um, you present something to your subconscious mind that your that your body and mind can cooperate with. It doesn't work just as it doesn't work when you are struggling with your conscious mind to go to sleep. You have to go to sleep. I have to go to sleep. I've got a lot of work to do. In fact, if you want to create insomnia. List all of your have-to-dos on your to-do list and then top it off with, I have to go to sleep. Well, you're, you're speaking Where in a that language. Where on the list? <laughs> you're coming I'm going from the through wrong my list. Part. I'm like, wow, that's... Yeah. So, so as you let go of the conscious mind and you let the conscious mind float down into the support of the subconscious, the inner genius, the automatic autonomic nervous system, you perform better on the golf course. You have a kind of mental toughness that these hypnosis CDs talk about as well. And you get a, you get a focus where all of your ego worries are, a, are separate and aside, and you just look at them and go, huh, there's that old voice again, but I'm so focused that uh, I can't believe I'm skiing on a black diamond slope. It is amazing. <laughs> and it's easy. It's effortless. So tell us a little bit about some of the... <clears throat> The uh, the reasons that hypnosis is is uh, you know uh, is 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 now interesting for people and they're gravitating towards it as 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 I guess of you know and and why they are you know is, is it solving problems is it helping you relax is it helping you sleep give us an in, give us some insight into, into the applications that you see for mm-hmm. the hypnotic state well I think it goes along with this interest in mindfulness meditation as well. Only hypnosis can be used on the spot wherever you are in a minute or less, and it helps you to perform better. I mean, my CDs at hypnosisnetwork.com are um, productivity engineering. It's really not just overcome procrastination, but perform optimally because I have less and less time. I have more and more things I want to do, and when I'm focused, I do want to be in the zone where I can be twice, two to four times more productive than usual because my ego is not in the way. I can use it to lower my stress response by using exhalation techniques. For example, when I exhale, I am becoming more and more relaxed. I'm communicating to my reptile brain, my fight-flight brain, that it is safe to exhale. And remarkably, when the newest brain on the planet, the human forehead brain, the prefrontal cortex, communicates it's safe to exhale, the oldest brain on the planet, 500 million years old, the reptile alligator brain, obeys and within 20 seconds shuts off stress hormones. So you can be more in charge. You can put your higher brain in charge when you are using hypnosis and you can access the creative parts of your brain. You're now no longer limited by your history, your failures, your ego identity. So you begin, as Einstein would say, you know, you don't have to be a genius in order to perform like a genius. You just need to use another 5 or 10% of your brain cells. So you're using more of your brain, your left brain, your right brain, and your subconscious mind. Well, this is all incredibly fascinating. And on that note, um, we're going to come back in a few minutes and talk to Dr. Fiore a little bit about the productivity angle and the corporate environment with some of these stressors. So we'll be right back. Hang on. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. 
know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com delivers where it matters for you. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit searchadnetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. Hey, all you affiliates out there, this one's for you. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, cash, cash. You hear that sound? That's the sound of your cat starving to death because you didn't produce enough volume. So you want to know how? Do you? XY7.com. XY7.com is the only way for you to convert your clicks into cash. So let's get it together, girls. XY7.com. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Cash, cash. Jump into the inner circle every Thursday with That's a Wrap. I had gone through the motions as we were attending the very first ever podcasting conference. Where we thought there were going to be like, you know, three, four hundred people there max, and there were 2,500 people there. Adam Curry kind of sort of boycotted the event. Really? Right? Like he holed up over at the Sheraton since he scored himself almost 10 million dollars from Sequoia, right? And he bought Podcast Alley. You know, you call yourself the self-proclaimed pod father, right? Like, that's what he calls himself. I'm not calling myself the archive father, you know, just because there wasn't an iPod then. Give me a break. That's a wrap. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, followed by Rainmaker, only on Webmaster Radio. The speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm. The flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Thanks, everyone. We're back with Dr. Neil Fior. Uh, pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks very much for fielding pleasure these to tough you. questions. Yeah. So let's see. I wanted to just uh, chime back into uh, to the overall broad topic just for a few more minutes. But um, in the end of the day, how popular is is hypnosis as a form of therapy or discovery or uh, whatever people are using it for? I mean, how many people are practicing self hypnosis uh, techniques in their journey of life in the United States? Do you have any idea? Well, in my opinion, not enough. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, I'm a psychologist and I train other psychologists, and whenever I do a workshop on some of my techniques, they're always amazed because they don't have these tools. The therapists themselves don't have the tools. But it is an amazing tool to have in order to calm yourself and in order to focus yourself. And it's useful in sports, it's useful in taking exams, it's useful in overcoming insomnia, managing your stress. So, there's a very small percentage, I think, nowadays that are using it, but people are using other forms. They're using meditation. They're using prayer. I mean, prayer is another way in which we get beyond our ego, and we expect a surprise. And expecting a surprise and saying, for example, it will come to me, I don't know, it'll come to me, or I'll sleep on it, or I, you know, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how I solve this. All of those put your subconscious mind on alert, and I like that because... That means the person has expanded their identity to include more than just their consciously controlled struggling muscles. You know, I work with some athletes, and I I see someone hitting a tennis ball, and they're furrowing their brow and tightening their jaw and grinding their teeth. Now, these are muscles that have nothing to do with hitting a tennis ball or a golf ball. (laughs) It's like you're... Your body has a wisdom that knows more about a physics and anatomy 
to hit that ball than you do with your conscious struggling mind. Just, you know, let go and let your body do it. But that means you must exhale and find that, in fact, you can let go of holding those muscles. The chair will hold you. The floor will hold you. The golf course will hold you. You're supported by Mother Earth. You're not alone. That's a big message in hypnosis, really. Your conscious mind is not alone. In this evolutionary process, our conscious mind and our left brain split from our right. Well, it wants to get back to that connection because it feels alone and feels like it has to struggle alone. That's what type A behavior is about. It's, that's what workaholism. I have to do it all myself, as opposed to letting your unconscious mind dream on it and come up with more creative, more efficient situations and solutions so that you're working smarter, not harder. In fact, you're, I've had people double their output and double their income within two months using this process. In fact, if people will go to neilfiore.com, spelled N-E-I-L, F-I-O-R-E, Fiore, and I think you have a lot of Fiores in Massachusetts. <laughs> it, means, it means flower. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they go to free articles, they will find the uh, workaholism quiz, but they'll also find the centering exercise. I believe it's number three or four. That's a one-minute exercise where you exhale away all thoughts and images about the past. You exhale away all thoughts about the future. Free your mind of the future and the past. They don't really exist. You choose to be in the present moment, and then you count up in three more breaths, a total of 12 breaths, and you're focused and calm and connected. You have a sanctuary to work in for the next 15 to 30 minutes, hopefully with no interruptions. And that exercise alone has helped people double their output and double their income. Tell me a little bit about any risks or dangers associated with hypnosis. I mean, has anybody ever gone into a hypnotic trance and not been able to get out of it? Uh, no. <laughs> sure they, they have, that has not happened. Besides Melanie? As I'm, I'm over here taking very calming breaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you go into you a hypnotic there for a minute. Yeah, but, I mean, I've gotten into a hypnotic trance myself for approximately five days because I wanted, I needed to be in an altered state while I was dealing with a cancer diagnosis when I was 32. Wow. wow. And that helped me to calmly consider what the doctors were saying. And it was like being in the zone. Everything was slowed down. I had all the time in the world to think about what they were saying and to, you know, make my decisions. Uh, and that probably saved my life. Did you eat? Uh, pardon? Did you eat? And uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, I went about... A normal day, it's just that I could retrieve this kind of bubble all around me that slows everything down. You know, like the atmosphere weighs 14.7 pounds per square inch. It's thick enough to burn up most meteorites. That's like I have this atmosphere around me, and when they would say something, you know, it would slow down. When it reached my atmosphere, it would slow down like a meteorite, and I would have all the time in the world and say, hmm, isn't that interesting? Normally, that would have bothered me. And that... Saying that normally means I know I'm in an altered state. I've had the same thing happen when I've done radio shows and I've done TV shows um, where I'm in that altered, quiet state, and I can focus, and things slow down just the way they do when you're in the zone, just the way they do when you're skiing or hitting a baseball. That 90-mile-an-hour baseball seems to slow down, and you've got all the time in the world to realize it's a curveball or a sinker, you know, that athletes talk about. So to to answer your question about dangers, there are dangers if you're paranoid. If you're extremely paranoid, you know, you don't want to smoke pot because your conscious mind is worried. If you're paranoid, then you're going to worry about losing control. Um, That would take, it would take a very sophisticated therapist with lots of training to work with someone like that if, in fact, they wanted to experience hypnosis because it is a letting go of the conscious mind. It's hypervigilance. It's hyperalertness. But it is finding that, in fact, there is another part of you that can take care of you and look out for you. In fact, generally, you're not going to do anything you don't want to do. You're not going to do anything that's outside your value system while you're in a hypnotic state. And remember, all hypnosis is basically self-hypnosis. It's a discovery of another part of your brain and skills and, you know, answers and problem-solving that you don't know how you're doing it, you know. Um, Shirley MacLaine calls it channeling, you know. 
Uh, channeling is very big here in California. Just about every other person is channeled by somebody. But, you know, maybe they are. You know, maybe there's dipping into the collective unconscious. But a lot of it is, you know, it's coming from such a place and with such wisdom and intelligence that I don't know how I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I, how hard I, my is conscious it to... ego. Yeah. So... Try to try to lead me down a road of expectations. So let's say I I I I, I buy your your tapes or your uh, you know uh, your media program your, your media program uh, which I know is for sale on on Hypnosis Network and um, and I go through that program. What can I expect? How can I expect my life to get better as a, as a result from from listening to your four session audio hypnosis program? Well, I I just had a coaching client this morning and he was saying. You know, I'm I'm more productive. It's easier. I don't know exactly what I'm doing, or how I'm doing it, rather. But it's it's easier, and I'm able to stay focused, and I'm not as distracted as before. He said that you know after listening to the section on effective goal setting, that he is learning methods of bringing his mind into the present and connecting, and the positive suggestions are there and they begin to work in the background so it's the same with quit smoking um, people begin to quit smoking more easily without so much effort I've, I've had a man lose 110 pounds in one year and he said you know I I didn't feel like I was on a diet you know, because he's guided and is aligned all parts of himself without self-sabotage that's what my latest book, Awaken Your Strongest Self, is about. It's about you learning to be the leader and aligning all parts of you and learning to speak in a language that gains the cooperation of your subconscious mind, your reptile brain, the inner child, the inner dictator. All parts of you are around the table. Only now the chairperson has shown up <laughs> and the leadership vision is set. When you set this magnetic force about what you want to achieve, all parts of you are pulled toward it, and you're distracted for less than one breath. You don't even get to finish cursing. This is terrible. You know, you start to curse, and you're focused like a karate shout on your mission and your vision. You don't get to feel fully depressed because you're so productive and you're releasing the energy in the present where you are the most productive. So one of the benefits might be a decrease in swearing activity through a hypnosis. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> something to look forward to. Yeah, especially in the traffic. I mean, this is where I taught myself this in the traffic because I'm a very impatient guy from Jersey City, New Jersey. And, you know, I've driven on the East Coast in traffic, and I come here to California, and everyone's, you know, hang, you know, they're loose, they're mellow. It's like, get on with it. Come on. And, you know what? I have a question about that, though. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels good to curse. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get it off, get it off your chest. Get oh, it out yeah. of your system and then move on. Well, yes, if you move on, sure. If curse you move, and then move on. Good point. <laughs> but you curse and then basically say, Grammy Serenity, to accept those things that I do not control. <laughs> you know, I am not God. Clearly, if I were God, these people wouldn't be here. But you are exhaling and you're saying, uh, yeah, I'm only human. This is out of my hands. And the... I deal with the reality. The reality is that I'm not God. I'm only human. I don't control these people. Clearly, someone else decided they should drive this way. You know, But you accept the reality more quickly, and you're not fighting it all the time and getting frustrated. Frustration, depression, and struggle are signs that you are refusing to accept the reality that you are just a human being. You know. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're going to come right back and talk a little bit more about that um, and a little bit more about accepting the things you cannot control in your workplace, in your social life, and uh, more with Dr. Fiore. We'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch. 
Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com Come on Got some good karma It's good marijuana Come share with me I gotta get your input on this one because you are a man of the world. No, no, here I'm, I'm in trouble now. I just feel it coming. This is bad. I go to the funeral home yeah. um, for the wake, and you know, after a few minutes, I walk to the front of the room to give my condolences to the family. As I'm walking up there, a old high school friend that I took to uh, some dance in high school, I forget what, gives me the nastiest look and says, "Hi, rank," and is completely upset with me. What'd you and do? It, it turns out she had been giving me the evil eye the entire time, and I guess she thought I had seen her, but I did not see her. So what's the etiquette at a funeral home when you piss someone off? <laughs> good karma. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Warning, listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. Webmasterradio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Melanie Nair, editor of Life Tips. Byron and I are back with Dr. Neil Fiore, author, speaker, and executive coach of self-leadership seminars and an author of Awaken Your Strongest Self, now available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, Dr. Fiore. We're so much, having so much fun having you here today. Pleasure to be um, with you, yeah. And one of the things that, that we just talked about before the break is really accepting the things that you cannot change and acknowledging that they're not your responsibility to change, you can really only work on what you can control. And a lot of the things that you do um, from a consultant standpoint is within large corporations. Yes. Uh-huh. So I'm interested to get your thoughts a little bit about that, because when you're working with large corporations like Levi Strauss, AT&T, Amgen Pharmaceuticals, um, University of California, the Coast Guard, you know, how do you take, I mean, those are mass groups of people. Mm-hmm. How do you make it so that everybody, you know, tell me a little bit about what you do with them. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, these are people who work every day with a lot of other people. Yeah. Well, it, essentially I'm teaching them self-leadership and self-management skills. Mm-hmm. Because if you learn to speak to yourself in a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have an effective leader. So a lot of it is learning how to calm down your stress, how to perform optimally by focusing, and learning to use those same effective leadership, effective communication skills in communicating to your employees and your teams. Give so me some examples. Of, yeah. You know, is, is, mm-hmm. are there certain, you know, I feel this type of, of, you know, sentence that we, we all learned about in Psych 101. I mean, how do you relay that as, as managers? How do you relay that to your team? Well, for example, with regard to uh, procrastination. Sure. If, if, because a lot of hypnosis, for example, is in our language mm-hmm. automatically. We're automatic. In fact, a lot of clinical hypnosis is really dehypnotizing you from what you've already been brainwashed into by the society, right? Huh. And what you say to yourself thousands or hundreds of times a day. So when people say... 
when a boss says you have to finish this project, you have to finish this house, they have not communicated to the mind and body or the workers where to show up and when to show up and when to pour the concrete. I need an address. I need to know when to show up. You have to finish means you don't want to finish. You're not going to want to finish. You're a victim. I'm making you do it. You're going to need to rebel against it. And finish is in the future, so you're going to need to be anxious about it because your energy can't get into the future. Mm-hmm. You're stuck. And anxiety is energy that is stuck that cannot be used now. When you communicate, start at 4 o'clock focused on this project. I am choosing to start for 30 minutes focusing on my income tax. Mm-hmm. You're communicating more clearly. I choose to start. I am committed to start. I'm committed to being in, in the bar exam on every question is much more effective communication and works hypnotically to gain the cooperation of your mind and body mm-hmm. simply because you're, you're saying, I am choosing to start as opposed to you have to finish. Procrastination involves statements like, I have to finish something big and important, do it perfectly, and I'm going to suffer a lot with no playtime. <laughs> well, that is hypnotic. When you s- replace it with, I choose to start on one small step, maybe 15 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it humanly. I'm not going to blame you if someone criticizes it. And I've got plenty of guilt-free play. I'm not procrastinating on life. You're going to break that hypnotic uh, negative statement. So it's, it's, it's the boss or the manager, if you will, that should state when to start the project and when it needs to be done. And give people choices, yes. Okay. And follow up. Follow right. up, sure, sure. So that the person doesn't go off into perfectionism or go off on a wrong track. Okay. And so follow up is important as well as what you're saying. And, you know, realistic expectations, I'm sure, go along with this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, except I want to have what I call the mother's gaze. I want to look at, at it like looking at a toddler, and I'm simply communicating, you're going to stand on your own two feet. <laughs> I know there's something inside of you, and that's what hypnosis is, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's looking at the person and say, there is a subconscious genius in you that knows how to stand on his own two feet, on her own two feet, and even when you fall and even when you cry, you're going to be motivated to pick yourself up. You're going to find something really exciting. You are naturally motivated. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give you motivation. You are motivated. That's part of being human. I want to go back to the uh, survey that Byron and I talked to at the beginning of this show, the workaholism test. Yeah. Um, and like I, I said to Byron, I gave my staff this test to take as well. Um, because I think it's a very interesting dynamic to look at what your manager scores, what your staff scores, and what your boss scores. You know, Byron and I are very similar in a lot of this. And, and I, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on this test overall, uh, or this quiz, I should say. You know, are there points in this, um, this quiz, whether it's the no play, the trying too hard, one-track mind, you know, that when you take this, it should really be signals to you? Oh, Yeah. Uh, when you realize that you're always thinking about about the future and what I have to do, Mm -hmm. uh, and that life is a whole bunch of have-tos, you are communicating negative (laughs) self-hypnosis. My life, your life, you're saying to the child or to yourself or to your body, your life is about suffering. You will always have to work, and you know what? It'll never be good enough because I've allowed the dictator inside my head to take charge. There is no compassionate leader here. So I have to always work. That's what my life is about. I have no worth. Where would my worth be if, you see, there's no innate worth. And I want to replace that. You always have to with, you know, you have worth with me. You are yeah. safe with me. How do you, you know, Byron and I were talking earlier about, you know, when we took this quiz and, and I scored, and, you know, it's no secret that Byron and I are both obsessive workers. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, the score that I got was, of, you know, in between my life is balanced and with minimal effort I can be more effective. How, does, how do you explain that when, you know, it, the, the majority is, is obviously, yes, we're both very obsessive about what we do and how we do it, but according to the workaholism test, we're pretty balanced. Well, th- I mean, this is an informal test. Oh no, but, of course. And I, of course. I would like to talk with you about how you know what you what you would actually <laughs> doing. But with in minimal, a private session, uh, yes, a private <laughs> session would be appropriate. 
but you can be more effective and less distracted, and you can you don't have to put in that much time. Yep. Uh, you do not. Uh, you're struggling too hard. So I would move you up to the next one, which is change is needed. You can achieve greater satisfaction, do more projects, and do them easier, mm-hmm. and and actually focus on the bottom line. Once you get past a certain number of hours, you're heading toward burnout and yeah. resentment. You see, those people who had guilt-free play were able to put in 15 to 20 hours a week, as I do writing a book. I put in 15 to 20 hours. It's a part-time job, and in about a year and a half, I have a book. I know because I keep billable hours the way a lawyer does, and I want to know how much it's costing me to write this book. But it's a part-time job for me. I don't do it 100 hours a week. I don't do it 60 hours a week. I have other things to do, including going skiing. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about it so much. I just think, you know, you're working too much, and you're probably in that second category where change <laughs> is needed. You could, you could definitely be more efficient. You're not being oh, I'm sure I efficient. could. Yeah. Yeah, you could work easier. You could use more of your brain and solve things more subconsciously from your dreaming mind. In fact, you could dream up solutions at night by exhaling and letting go and sleeping more hours. Byron, do you agree with that? Could I be more efficient? Uh, it's productivity is a fascinating <laughs> subject that needs, I think, a lot of a lot more attention. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, and I have to apologize because I'm just, you know, I don't know you, of course. No, 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 but, no, no. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. Brian, did I nail her? Oh, well, the the point being that have you seen some interesting breakthroughs with, with productivity? Um and, 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 and as it might relate to hip, the hypnosis, you know, uh, opportunity. Oh yeah, I've got some uh, some wonderful emails and letters from people about just really breaking free and achieving their dreams and finishing medical school and uh, getting their screenplay done. And I actually had somebody from the BBC who was able to uh, finish her uh, project for the BBC. Um, yeah. Um, there are people, again, who, who have, have doubled their output within putting in less time. Yeah. And then the, the balance in their life and having more time with their children, you know, and getting out of this uh, old hypnosis that your worth is determined by your work and your achievements, and instead shifting to a sense of innate worth where you, your worth is not connected with your work actually allows you to do better work because you don't have to be defensive. Do you feel you need a coach, um, uh, you know, to to help you through change? It really speeds up uh, the learning curve. Uh, in fact, I had uh, an article in uh, the New York Times on December the 24th on mentoring in the business section, and I have a coaching section on my website, neilfiore.com. Yes, I use a coach. It really speeds up the process. Um, it's a sounding board sometimes, just you know, but it it really speeds up the process for you. And I have found it, uh, you know, really worth the money and investment. And a coach can discuss, you know, your goals and whether or not it's appropriate. Uh, I offer people a free twenty minutes just to see if, in fact, we can work together and how we could be the most effective. So, tell yeah. us about the coaching concept in general. I mean, we have coaches of productivity that relate more more to the marketplace. We have coaches in life with balancing work and and time. I mean, what is a coach? How do you choose a coach? Do you choose choose a general coach? You're suggesting that someone can help you with the overall organizational aspect of your life? Are they helping you with, okay, you're not creating a task list before you start every day and then going down, you know, and bring us into reality with, with what you know about coaching and and tips on even finding a coach that can help you for particular weaknesses or problems you may have. Yep. Some of the people that I work with use me for their overall life goals and learning gaining tools and hypnotic tools and lessening their stress, but they work with someone else about their finances or they work with someone else about their particular uh, field. You know, it might be um, IT or it might be, I don't know, you know, it could be computers, it could be finance, it could be real estate. They work with someone who has expertise in those fields. But I work with the overall life goals and so on. 
So you can have a, a couple of coaches if you wish, but you know you look at their credentials, you look at their training, and usually most coaches offer uh, a sample, and so you can get a sense if they're right for you. Um, I work with people very quickly because uh, I'm a psychologist. I understand human behaviors. If they're asking for something very specific about business decisions outside of dealing with personnel, I'll refer them to someone else. Hmm. Is it possible to coach over the phone and into and to coach the hypnosis techniques over the phone? Well, I. I, I do not do a deep hypnosis over the phone, but I do focus people, and I do send them the centering exercise that's on my website so I can calm them down and I can get them focused so they can start off. But I recommend that they find someone in their town because I'm talking with people in London and New York and Boston all around the globe, and I'm located in Berkeley, California. So, uh, no, I wouldn't do uh, deep hypnosis over the phone. Uh, for a number of reasons. Um, the the other warning, by the way, is if, if people have had early trauma and they suffer from a split personality, um, you know, I don't want to be doing, uh, you know, I would work with them in my office, but I wouldn't work with them over the phone. Hmm. Well, overall, is the return, you know, what kind of return of the investment of your time do you need to put into studying self-hypnosis to, to reap benefit? Well, if people are listening to the CDs from hypnosisnetwork.com, within a couple of weeks, let's say they listen for a half an hour to an hour a day for two weeks, certainly within a month, they will find a return. Actually, within two weeks, they should get some return. They'll be calmer. They'll have other ways of thinking about things. They will begin to challenge the negative suggestions. In other words, they'll begin to dehypnotize themselves so that they are more open to their subconscious mind, their subconscious problem solving, and solving things in their dreams. So they become much more effective and efficient. They're using more of their brain, and they're gaining a lot of concepts that challenge some of the negativity that we are hypnotized into as children. So um, within two to four weeks, there should be some results. And uh, those CDs are all guaranteed, so if for some reason they're not working for you, you can get your money back. But uh, I always say, I say two to four weeks. If, in fact, you're using it, uh, you know, just about every day, five to six days a week for half an hour to an hour. Awesome. Um, listen, Dr. Fury, we have to wrap this up. Uh, we're actually over, which I think is good because it looks like you probably put everybody down at Webmaster Radio in a nice, calm trance and they forgot what time it was. Um, <laughs> but we have to wrap this up. This has been an amazing show. Thank you so oh, much. I hope everybody got a little bit out of this. And, you guys uh, are fun. Well, good. We're going to have you back. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that everybody listening has definitely walked away with some tips for better productivity and creativity, not only in their work life, but also in their play life. And on that, we thank you so much for joining us. And yes. we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you. You can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you. You can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you. 
you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they have a compassionate voice that gains the cooperation of every part of you, you can use the same kind of talk to create teams in your company that are effective and they know they